Welcome to day 18 of our Advent devotional series. Today's reading is John 1 verses 35 to 39. The next day, John was there again with two of his disciples. When he saw Jesus passing by, he said, look, the Lamb of God. When the two disciples heard him say this, they followed Jesus. Turning round, Jesus saw them following and asked, what do you want? They said, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? Come, he replied, and you will see. So they went and saw where he was staying, and they spent that day with him. It was about four in the afternoon. Today John the Baptist continues to tell his followers about the Messiah. The dialogue written in these verses is very short and lacking in detail, leaving a lot of questions for the reader. We do not know why exactly the men wanted to know where Jesus was staying, or where they went, or what they did. However, in verses 36 and 37, we are shown something very plainly and very simply. When he, John, saw Jesus passing by, he said, Look, the Lamb of God. When the two disciples heard him say this, they followed Jesus. There appears to be no further explanation or discussion, no questioning from the two disciples, no hesitation in their actions that follow. This is something that should make us question, raise our eyebrows and sit up straight. Why on earth would two men drop everything and follow someone they could well have never met before, someone who they had no first-hand experience of, someone who all they, all, for all they knew could have been leading them to destruction? This is a sign that throughout history and today seems so alien to, alien to us. We live in a world where so many people want us to follow them, whether that be friends at school, a colleague at work, a, polit- a political leader, or even a celebrity on Instagram. When we follow someone, we make an alliance with them. We bind their ideas and follow them in their actions and goals. Now, of course, this can vary depending on the situation, but when we are faced with an opportunity or invitation to follow someone, would we not always take a second or two to decide whether we are making the right decision or not? If this friend at school is going to be a good influence on you, if your colleague is going to lead with humility, if the politician on TV is going to do what is right, or even if the celebrity on Instagram is going to influence your ideas and aspirations in a way, in a positive way or not. I for sure would hope that I would take a second to think on it. It'd be naive and foolish not to. However, with these men we see here, there is no hesitation, question or discussion. They simply drop everything and follow Jesus. I believe this is a testament to two things. Firstly, that John the Baptist did exactly what God called him to do. He laid the way for the Messiah. He spoke truthfully and with humility. His role was not to gather followers of his own, but to prepare those who he spoke to, to follow Jesus when he arrived. And here we see exactly that. Secondly, it's a testament to Jesus' identity as God's son. C.S. Lewis once said, A man who was merely a man and said the sort of things Jesus said would not be a great moral teacher. He would either be a lunatic on the level with the man who says that he is a poached egg, or else he would be the devil of hell. You must make your choice, either this man was and is the son of God, or else a madman or something worse. I believe this is a wonderful example of Jesus not simply being a great moral teacher. If he were this, then why would, he, why would the men follow him with no hesitation? He would simply be like any other celebrity, politician or teacher today. He would, have be, he would be treated with suspicion and careful thought before people gave up their time and energy to follow him. They would have at least wanted to hear him speak before following him. These men followed Jesus unquestioningly because they knew from John the Baptist's teaching that Jesus was the Lamb of God, the Messiah, sent to save the world from their sin and the one whose birth we celebrate at Christmas. This also leads me to question why exactly we are celebrating the largest holiday in the Western world for someone who was simply a great moral teacher.
Seems like a lot of fuss over nothing if you ask me. Why don't we celebrate other great teachers? If the world is progressing so much and becoming so much wiser, surely if someone were just a great moral teacher, why would we still celebrate their birth 2,000 years later? Now for those who are still trying to come to their own conclusion about who Jesus is, this isn't to say that you should simply follow Jesus without taking time to find out more about him. But whatever your conclusion you come to, you have three options. One, you can believe he is the son of God as these men did. Therefore, you should do as they did, and drop everything and follow him. Your second option is that he is a lunatic, in which case he is inconsequential to us. Now you could argue that people unquestioningly follow, unquestioningly follow lunatics all the time. There are some rather strange characters on the internet and in political offices all over the world that some would say are lunatics. However, I would argue to give up your life to follow a lunatic, you would have to be a lunatic yourself. And I do not think that these men are lunatics or that the other couple of billion followers of Jesus Christ are either. Which leaves you with Jesus in fact being the devil. And I guess as this devotional series continues, you can make your own mind up whether that is the case or not. But I wouldn't hold your breath.